Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Viola- oh, episode of Violating Community Guidelines with Sarah and Brittany. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about Dodo Birds. Dodo Birds. Why are they online? Who are they? Who are they? Who are they to you? Mm-hmm. Me and me. <laughs> what are their signs? <laughs> No, today we're going to be talking about pickup artists online. Would you care to describe what a pickup artist is? Okay, yes. So a pickup artist, just for those who don't know, um, is a term used to describe a man who utilizes a variety of techniques to attract and seduce women. Online, there are many advice blogs and discussion forums that cater to the pickup artist community, each with their own unique set of jargon and slang terms. Now, it's important to note that these men don't go about this in like a good way. No. This is not like dating advice where it's like, how do I get a girlfriend? Treat her like a human being. Be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask her about her interests. Remember something about her. Nope. It's like... Quite literally the opposite. How to manipulate women. And they view women so poorly that like they think that we're just like super easily manipulated. Yes. It's actually one of the scariest phenomenons, I Mm -hmm. would say, like in dating in general. Like obviously dating is mm, awful. Yeah. Especially in the world that we live in now, it's just so scary and awful. Mm -hmm. But this especially, knowing that there is a community of men out there that genuinely thinks this, they genuinely believe that, um, like a bunch of these like research videos that Stanley linked, it's a lot of treating women like they're robots and like there's knobs on them, like on the back of their neck that like turns them to horny and then horny for you. Yeah. And it's like all you have to do is a matter of coding this woman and she will. And it's like... That's an insane philosophy. That is insane you think that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's also like it's in society, like men, a lot of men don't view women as humans. No. So like, I mean, this is not that crazy. Yeah. A group of guys don't believe women are sentient. You know, it could be, <laughs> you could be describing a lot of communities online. I want to know, like, what media has led men to think that, like, 
the average woman is just a bimbo. Well, I mean, I think it's the entirety of history where, like, you know, men are strong and they're the providers and women are just there to have children and be a mother and don't have a job. But now that's changed because women can get jobs, but, but men have not evolved. So they're uh, still, like, very, like, caveman, like, ape thinking, like, fine woman. I just feel impregnate. like every since, if I were a man uh-huh. and I was looking around at the world around me, this is not the world I would see. And I know that it's because I'm a woman. But yeah. it's also, like, you see women in successful positions and, like doing things that aren't just the 50s housewives. So how do you still exist in this fantasy land? Well, I mean, like, imagine, like, any sort of place of privilege you could have in your life. Where, like, Mm. you know, if I, you know, think about, like, if you're a rotten, like, spoiled rotten kid. Everything has always been given to you. You've never had to have a job. Um, You know, your parents have money. And so, like, you, you become this piece of shit who, like, feels entitled to everything. Like, that's that's how that happens. I mean, men, pretty much, they don't get everything handed to them, but they're pretty much in a position of power where, like, yeah. they just assume that society is built for them. Because it is. Yeah, and so, like, of course, th- what was the original thing that you were saying? It was, like, how do you convince yourself that that fantasy land is, is true? Because I get that when you're but a But society certain... reinforces it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. But even, I mean, I feel like a lot of, because we're talking about incels. Uh-huh. A lot of incels are... Sure, you know, it's these rich whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's also like the basement dwellers. Yeah. Where you think that women are these little sex robots built for you and all you have to do is say a right combination of words to them and they'll be frothing at the mouth and like Mm -hmm. falling to their knees ready to suck you. Like that is like, what the fuck actually in your life has led you to believe that? Well, I think- you getting mad at women for not doing that? It's like, I don't... I think it doesn't matter what you look like or what basement you live in. Like, I think, again, society every single day beats into these men that life was made for them. Everything is made for them. I mean, think about, like, what we have to deal with. You, um, We think that, like, back in 2005, uh, I thought Jessica Simpson was fat. Because, like, I oh, thought God. I thought Nicole Richie on The Simple Life was, quote-unquote, the fat one. Uh-huh. And so now we just realize that every day society <clears throat> is beating into these beliefs that are not true. Right. You know? So, like, I imagine how that impacted my sort of, like, weight loss, weight gain right. journey is because, like, society's telling me my worth depends on my looks. Oh, it's scary. So, so scary. if society's telling you that the world is built around you, you're going to believe that regardless if you look like Rumpelstiltskin or not. <laughs> You know? Well, and also this idea that rich men can buy literally paying models. It's called yachting. Okay. Paying what? (laughs) I just found out. that Yeah, that's a real term. No, no. That's true. Yeah. That they pay models to come hang out with them on their yachts for like five to six hours. Yeah. That is, it is absurd to think that like women would want to do that just because you're you. Well, I mean, like if you're making money, I can understand maybe. It does suck that that system is in place. Yeah. But if you know you're down and out. If if you're down bad, I get it. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway. But circling back to these pickup artists. Um so pickup artists self-identified as dating coaches. Um it's the seduction community or the pickup <laughs> community. <laughs> Um, is a movement of men whose goal is to is seduction and sexual success with women. The community exists through internet newsletters and blogs, marketing, you know, banner ads, seminars, one-on-one coaching, forums, <laughs> and groups. This is my seduction coach. Yeah. Sorry, you mind if he sits on, on dinner with us? <laughs> um, as well as local clubs known as lairs. 
so scary. Already sets it up in like a predatory way. Could you have picked a scarier term? Who goes in a lair? <laughs> a predator. Uh, dungeon master. Yeah. Um, so the rise of seduction science, uh, quote unquote game, or quote unquote studied charisma, uh, has been attributed to modern forms of dating and social norms between sexes, which have developed from a perceived increase in the equality of women in Western society and changes to, to traditional gender roles. Um, so commentators in the media have described quote unquote game as sexist or misogynistic. Inherently. Mm-hmm. I would have to just simply agree with that. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah, the this has developed because women are getting, like, smarter and more cunning, and now they have to, like, it's crazy that they don't view women as intelligent, but they are acknowledging that women are getting, you know, smarter, so they'd have to be deceptive. Oh, my God. What Gaining I consciousness. I, mean, what I don't understand is, like, so I wrote this down, like, if women are so stupid... Why do you have to trick them? Right. Like, the booby bird literally went extinct. Dodo bird, sorry. <laughs> I, I do love the booby bird, but booby bird is not extinct. The dodo bird literally went extinct because it would walk up to people and it would walk up to predators. If something is so dumb, you don't need to devise a plan to catch it. Right. It just will die in front of you when you kick it. I. It is this kind of, like... I think it used to be seen as a winnable game. Yeah. But again, I just have so much. It's all been said before, you know, of like, it's this prize to be won as a woman. You're a prize to be won and you're the prize at the end of the game. But if you have been won too many times, then you're ran through and you're no longer a prize. Yeah. They want you to be a virginal whore. It's the Madonna whore complex where like... I um, you either just want to fuck them or you want to marry them, and then when they get too sen- like sexual, that's when you're like you Toss fall out of love. Yeah, yeah, you fall out of love with them. You got to find a new younger one. It's, crazy. it's so sick. I know it's a binary in which like men categorize a, a lot of women in their head. That's why like a lot of times um, I used to work in like advertising and marketing, and so there was like this like feminist panel that I was on. All men, all men, yeah. but like. <laughs> Literally, there was, like, Women's Month or something, Women's, like, Day or something that we were planning for. And this guy, his, like, big emotional appeal was, like, you know, I didn't realize how much women went through until I got married and I had a daughter. And it's, like, it makes you think, your mom, your sisters, do you have any girlfriends? Did you know of any women? The fact that you went your entire adult life until you owned one, or actually owned a couple, would you see them as fully realized human Uh. beings? And I was like, do you see, in the meeting, I was like, do you see how that's, like, a really weird thing to say? Like, do you see how that, like... You said that? Yeah, and I, like, that would be like, if you, you're not gay, that would be like, you know, I didn't think that gay people deserve rights. I thought that their lifestyle was scissoring, what's that? But then I met Sarah, and that's when I was like, you know, maybe gay people are okay. Imagine having the nads and thinking that that is a smart thing to say out loud. That is sadly how (laughs) so many older people think, though. Until it affects you personally, they could give a fuck. And that's why there's people, like, creating laws about, like, women's bodies. Yes. Because it would never happen to them, so it's a theory. You well, know? and if it does happen to them, they can find a way to do it. Yeah, you know, like rich people would not be affected by the abortion ban or whatever. But yeah. that's a whole separate thing. I think that uh, that has happened to me so many times in my life, where, and I guess, thank God, I've had a conversation with an older family member of mine, and I've framed it finally in a way that it's like, okay, now POV. Yeah, this is your kid, or it's you, or it's you know something that affects you personally. Now can you see kind of what we're talking about? And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess I never thought about it that way. If it did affect me personally, I would care. As a Christian, you can't, like, 
cosplay empathy? Why is that not your first thing to do? The fact that you have to be prompted to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And then it clicks for you? Yeah, like if you were upset and like crying in the house and you were like, yes, boys, stop talking to me. I, would, I wouldn't be like, God, why is she crying? Yeah. I'm gay. Like, why? I wouldn't cry. It's like, how about you put yourself in Britney's shoes? Yeah. And you think about how this could hurt her heart. Well, even then, it's like you don't have to be able to personally identify with it. Like, just yeah. see that someone else is suffering and, like, as especially as a Christian. Yeah. Especially as a Christian. You should be able to. Uh-huh. I just, it is insane. And that's happened to me multiple times in my life where, again, thank God, I've had a breakthrough with a family member where it's like they finally understand something as simple as gay yeah. rights. Or something as simple as, like, trans rights. And it's like, you're in your 50s. Yeah. 70s. Mm-hmm. How have you lived this long without experiencing empathy like that? And it's just, it is a wild thing because it goes to show that the religion they subscribe to, they don't really subscribe to it. You're not living like Jesus. Yeah, you can believe in an all-powerful God, but not women. (laughs) (laughs) That women should have domain over their bodies? You've never even met God, but you've met women, and you have a daughter now. But how fucked up is that, too, that it's only because a part of them is in that daughter? Yeah, and that you technically like own them kind of yeah yeah so now it's an extension of you and now you're like i have to protect me (laughs) that's what i think about it that is so crazy wait what was i gonna say imagine yeah as a straight woman okay playing the game of getting getting a guy at a bar it would actually be kind of easy Men are very simple. You could i could walk up i don't have any interest in fucking a man but i could walk up to any man at a bar and be like do you want to fuck? And they'd probably be like... It is that simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's nothing to trick or charm. Here's the thing. As a lesbian, like, I am not in the same dating pool as, like, these incels. It's actually fairly easy to get a woman to like you. And I don't have to, like, play mind games. I'm like, I remember that you like soccer. And I text you after your game with the club that you join. How is the game? And you tell me something I don't understand. But I'm like, that's so cool that you had fun. That's all it takes. That's literally, and so like guys are like, women are a mystery. Like they're so hard to like figure out, but they're also so stupid. It's like they're telling you what they want. Actively. Yeah, like I want someone to take an active interest in me. I want someone to be attractive. I don't believe you, you know? Show me your puss. (laughs) Puss pigs? Yeah, after the game, puss pigs. But yes, yeah. (laughs) It's just like you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. But yes, going back to pickup artists, um, the rise of seduction science. Yes. So it's described as sexist and misogynistic because it just assumes that women are stupid, but also that they have to be deceived. Right. Put like, you know what I mean? Right. Also, how fucked is that that you have to pull one over on the person that you're trying to engage in sexual activities with? Yeah. Feeling like you you've won mm-hmm. or you've tricked them yeah oh god you've bested them in you've a game of wits <laughs> you are rumpelstiltskin and they are crossing your bridge <laughs> you're the wizard you give them three riddles they, so the yeah. history well yeah yeah three that honestly is kind of a, a very apt uh comparison mm-hmm. you have to have them solve a fucking rubik's cube yeah you walk up to them name three songs of the band tee that you're wearing they didn't pass that one what are you drinking? A martini. Didn't pass that one. <laughs> you... Have you seen those TikToks of the girl who does the impression of uh, like that one guy, the incel guy, or he's like, um, so what's your favorite TV show? Oh, I like the Desperate Housewives. I like Real Housewives. <sighs> Strike one. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. What's your favorite band? Uh-huh. The Beatles. <sighs> Strike two. 
you were doing so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, ew, ew. It really blows my mind because we talk about how society is so homoerotic. Like the fact that you would want to talk to a girl who has only your interests. Exactly. Just make a fucking friend, dude. <laughs> I just don't understand viewing men as um, people that are allowed to have like individual thoughts and opinions and you can respect them and spend time with them. And then women for, like, whatever reason. When you really think about it on, like, an anatomical basis. Uh-huh. I, just because they have boobs. Yeah. And a hole. And a hole. Men Sometimes holes. multiple holes, yeah. I just, like, genuinely... I mean, like, I get it, but I don't. If women were, like, more willing to kill people, I feel like we could easily get this. We should start more wars. In order. We um, should buy some guns. <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> we know we shouldn't go the man way. We should go the poison way. Ooh. Historically very feminine. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the history of the pickup artist. So the modern pickup artist practice dates at least to 1970 with the publication of How to Pick Up Girls by Eric Weber. However, one self-described picker-upper of women preceding Weber was rational, emotive psychotherapist Albert Ellis, who wrote The Art of Erotic Seduction in 1967. Sounds like a real page turner with Roger Conway. It is a how-to guide for men that encourages them to meet women through the pickup. One of the earliest known methodological approaches, methodological approaches to seduction, (laughs) may be credited to American motivational speaker Ross Jeffries. It's always the motivational speakers. It really is. Who are the loneliest, Mm -hmm. saddest? They had like one one experience where they like felt joy, and then they just rode that like as a career. We should take this on tour. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) to high schools everywhere. Ross Jeffries, a motivational speaker, promoted a series of neuro-linguistic programming techniques named speed seduction in the early 1990s. I looked these guys up. They're so bland. 
So they don't even look funny. I would understand if you're an uggo and you're funny, but you're just, I mean, they don't look funny. Not charming, no. unappealing, no. not handsome, <laughs> just pitiful. Yeah. On April 15th, 2003, Urban Dictionary user Spitblood submitted an entry for the term pickup artist, defining it as a person skilled in the art of seduction. And Stanley commented, W archivist? W historian? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Spitblood is actually a really cool name. For band. Mm-hmm. On April 5th, 2005, the r slash seduction subreddit was launched, gaining upwards of 129,400 readers in the next five years. I bet there's some real <laughs> a kind awful of... <laughs> shit on r slash seduction. Wait, wait, wait. I want to look it up. What is, like, is the page still ongoing? Seduction, self-improvement, and pickup. Let's see this. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to look it up too. Ten things I've learned after being with over a hundred women as a shy dude. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know if this will be redundant here, but I thought maybe it could help some of you who are starting out. Some of the things I've learned after sleeping around like a madman in my <laughs> 20s. Okay. Number one, don't try and figure out what she wants. <laughs> so true. Yes. Don't take an interest in her at all. Don't speak. Okay. <laughs> Figure out what you want and make it clear. Kind of like you're making a business offer. Uh, then she will gladly tell you what she wants. So you so you approach with, I'd like to make out. And she's like, I wouldn't like that. And you're like, touche. You know what? Fair. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, if you are shy, then play off of it. It's way easier to make jokes around your personality than trying to be alpha when you aren't. Yeah, you got it, dude. It's actually pretty, yeah. There isn't one type of guy that all girls want. Every girl is different. You Wait, know really? what? Yeah. All it, girls are different? Girls can be different. Um, different heights, I know that. Uh, do different pussy size. <laughs> yes. Hey, babe, I'm in the pad aisle. What size is your pussy again? <laughs> uh, do not waste your time with a girl that leads you on. It never ends well. Never. At the same time, don't feel ashamed to send a double text follow-up if she's distant. If something works 1% of the time, you know you know. I've had to block men before. Because they send follow-up texts? Like... 12, 13, 14 follow-up texts. That is actually crazy to me that you wouldn't get at that point that this person... If I send three texts and someone doesn't reply, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. Because you you get the message. Yeah. These men, especially when it's these men, yeah. they don't get a hint. They assume that women are so dumb you can like beat them down to yes. like respond to you. Yeah. And it's, it is like all the manipulation tactics of like love bombing and guilt tripping mm-hmm. and all that where it's like, wow... I thought, I, I didn't think you were the type of girl to do this. Like, you're really going to ghost me? You're yeah. going to do this? No, dude, you're a fucking creep. Yeah. You've made advances on me. We've never even met. That's that's what kills me is like, and that's the two or three times it's happened to me where it's like, I've had to block their phone numbers. Yeah. And then they've messaged me on the app when I forget to unmatch them. Yo, why'd you block me? What, what am I really that ugly? You can't, why? What's your fucking problem, <laughs> bitch? You're uh, fat, fat, fat. Yeah. It's like, dude. <laughs> yes. It, that's happened to me like maybe two or three times where- the man is so hurt yeah. that I was like, you made a comment that made me uncomfortable and I'm actually not that attracted to you and you're not funny and yeah. I just don't see this going anywhere. And I stop responding. And then when you actually respond and you say, please stop messaging me, oh, that just fuels the fire. Yeah. It is a level of delusion of this game, the mm-hmm. game, of um, that it's winnable. Yeah. That every woman is a winnable game. It just takes the right level of skill and charisma of which they don't have. Yeah. And uh, it's a scary thing mm-hmm. what it, they're willing to do to, to get in your pants. Yeah, dude. They just get so hurt because they like think less like you're less than them. So getting rejected by someone who's beneath them. It hurts even more. It just like, yeah, twists the knife. Yeah. 
Get over it. A dude, Get a life and a job. Let me give you some lesbian advice. You have to handle rejection very well. I used to work at a mall kiosk selling hair straighteners. <laughs> I literally tried to approach 100 women every day. And you know how many actually wanted their bangs straightened? Three. You know? Oh, I was going to say goose egg. <laughs> no, Zero. No. But then do you know how many sales I'd get? Like one or two. And that made me super prepared to be gay. Right. Because if I go up to a woman and I'm like, do you want me to buy you a drink? And they're like, no. I'm not like, God. You're a bitch. You're a bitch and you're ugly anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to sit in my basement and wallow. Just go on to the next Your one. Your neck beard just poof. <laughs> 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 so- <laughs> pull a fedora out of your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> lady. <laughs> <laughs> my goatee slowly grows in. Brony, my ponies. <laughs> I'm drenched in sweat. <laughs> uh, your mom's calling. Your mac and cheese is ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom, stop. It would be so fun to be an incel for a day. Dude, just making fun of women. Yes. <laughs> just You can do that. Oh, but I don't want to. I know. Well, so if you... I had hatred in my heart. Uh-huh. Because women are such a, like, historically... Such an easy punching bag. You can yeah. blame everything. If if a woman doesn't like you, fuck women. Yeah. Like, that would be so fun. Dude, I'm waiting for the day. This is going to be a social justice thing that's going to be like 10 years out. Bitch is a slur against women. And I am waiting for mm. the day in which, like, someone proposes that we like. You can't say bitch unless you're a woman. Well, they're going to flip that on the gay community, on gay men, do you think? Where they can't say bitch? Oh, they're going to marginalize another... Mar- no, it doesn't... I mean, yeah, but like this is not me being like, you guys should stop saying bitch. I'm saying like, you, I can you see You foresee that. it happening? Like, what I don't understand... This is going to be a tangent. I don't understand why... Um, okay, so like, you can't discriminate against people like if they're gay or a person of color, like their age. But like, how come... You know what? This is actually... So if... When guys beat up only their girlfriends, historically. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, think about, th- think about this. Think about this. If a man is notoriously like a wife beater or beats his girlfriend or he has a lot of domestic violence like okay. lawsuits okay. and they're only against women, right. how is that not a hate crime if you are only beating up women? It is. If I literally only beat up gay men. Would, and I and I said like because I thought that they were weaker than me and like st- you know stupid. Would that not be a hate crime? It would be a gay on gay crime. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's, so, I'm not gonna, but I just don't know why it's not a, you know. I'm, it should be classified as a hate crime. Yeah, but I think that um, hatred and violence towards women is so normalized. Yes. That yeah. it's like, you wouldn't, you to touch that, you'd have to, like, uplift, like, upheaval every single law that we oh, have yeah. in place. Oh, yeah. You'd have to view women as people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're, I mean, you're kind of, yeah, touching on something of, like, every... Um, decisive court case, every ruling, mm-hmm. every, you know, like that re- involves something like that where um, it's been a, a crime against women would have to be over like completely. Um, what am I trying to say? Reopened. Yeah. And classified as something else. And what does that mean? Does that mean compensation? Does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's a wild thing. And I, you're very right. Yeah. Like if I had a history of only beating up people of a certain minority, that would be this person has, is prejudiced, they're bigoted, it's a hate crime. A serial hate crime, so too. a man does not, like, he beats up only women, does, why would that, if I can get fired for saying I'm not going to hire a man or I'm not going to hire a gay person, why can't I go to jail for only beating up women? Well, in theory, you should. Yeah, I know, and I got to stop. No, I, I've nev- <laughs> I have never, I've never, I've never. 
Um, just me. She beats up on me at home. We have a terrible home negative life. Negative self-talk, if that's what you mean. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> but no, so let's go back. This is really uh, dark. But yes, okay, so yeah, r slash seduction. I did read it, but the guy actually had some decent advice. Wait, I'm not done with this list. This is the 10 things that he's learned after being with over 100 women. Mm-hmm. The best place to meet girls or men is at work. Extracurricular activities, basically any social environment where people share common goals. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And friends. <laughs> yes. Have you ever considered this? Make a friend. <laughs> yes. Focus on your career and you will find that talking slash seducing others will come more naturally. Sure. Having male friends will dramatically increase your success rate with casual and serious relationship with girls. Because maybe the guys hang out with girls. I would understand why mm. working at your career would help you because you social skills and earning money. And having ambition. Yeah. Is attractive Sex, sometimes. All three of those are yeah. sexy. All three of those would, you probably should do. Yeah. <laughs> Stop blaming women for ghosting. This guy's onto something. Mm-hmm. You will get ghosted 10,000% of the time. Women have the right to choose who they want. It's not their fault or yours. Don't lie about your wealth to get women. They'll see right through it. This guy's got, these are like really good. Mm-hmm. And what poor incel needed to read all that? Like, oh, I can't lie about my money. The thing is, is I think they need to hear it from someone like them. Exactly. Yeah, like exactly. It, women could beat it into them, like literally have a crowbar and like saying these lessons between swings. But like you need to hear it from someone who is like you because that's how a lot of people operate. Yeah. It sucks that it needs to go that way. But yeah. There's a lot on here that are legit advice and then others that just like Scary. are crazy. Yeah, this one change her mood, not her mind. The thing is, is yeah. like why he gave very legit advice, but labeling it 10 things I've learned as someone who's made up with over 100 women as a shy dude. It's like maybe you're still. Yeah, maybe you not... still. Yeah, there's some residual. <laughs> you're not getting a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On September 6th, investigative reporter Neil Strauss's self-help book, The Game, Penetrating the Secret Society of Pickup Artists, was published, in which Strauss recounts his experiences shadowing those in the seduction community. The book was subsequently featured on the New York Times bestseller list, which doesn't mean anything, by the way. It doesn't. Literally every book gets on that list. Every book's on the bestseller list. Yeah. I could publish my farts on on a transcript (laughs) and it would be like... Yes. YouTuber slash comedian bestseller list, New York Times. Thank I would love the audiobook version of that. <laughs> so you get like the real experience because you can't really pick up on the inflections on exactly, text. Exactly. The emotion that I'm trying to convey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy fart. It's like a <laughs> it's like subtitle at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? On August 6th. Oh, yeah. It was featured in the New York Times bestseller list two months after its publications and the term pickup artist grew in prominence as a result. On August 6, 2007, the reality television show The Pickup Artist premiered on VH1, starring Eric von Markbach as the dating instructor who coaches the program's contestants' various seduction techniques. So I watched the promo for this. It's okay. So I don't want to disrespect Chris Angel because he is my lord and savior. But a lot of pickup artists, if you want to imagine what they look like, look like Chris Angel if yeah. their parents were siblings. So, like, Im- <laughs> <laughs> The th- it's it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of like studded jewelry, studded jackets, jet black hair dye, fedoras, <laughs> like every Goatee. everything is a little bit ill fitting. The you know pencil thin <laughs> next like beard that sort of thing. It's and I don't like like suit pieces. Yeah, that are like why are you wearing a suit vest? I don't even mind the vest. The fact that you're keeping it open and it's not fitted is yeah. what's bugging me. <laughs> You know, you look like Johnny Tsunami. And you're wearing a Fruit of the Loom t-shirt under it. Wait, no, Johnny Tsunami was hot. Who am I thinking of? 
Max Keebler's big move? Max um, Keebler. No, you look like, you know, like the quote unquote cool kids in like a 2005, you know, rom-com. Yeah. That's what you look like. God, but, what an era of fashion. Mm-hmm. It was just like casual mix meets formal business attire. Yeah, dude. I used to shop at Express all the time. Mm. I wore like blazers to the club. I wore um, pencil skirts and heels and vests to school. <laughs> yes. I wore vests to school because I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> I did it because I watched Disney Channel. Yes. <laughs> and that's why high school was so confusing. Yeah, it was a lot. It was uh, a lot. One of us? Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's what... But, and the pickup artist, basically, he has like nine nerdy-looking guys who have never made out with a girl. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to teach them... Like His name is Mystery. He's trying to teach them ways to like seduce a woman and it's just, and he has like an advisor who's a woman. I'm like, what are you doing? Working for the other side. Yeah, an informant. <laughs> yes. She's in the witness protection program. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So on June 27, 2008, Gawker published an article mocking the website of self-proclaimed world's greatest lover and seducer, Dimitri the Lover. Awful name. Okay, so whenever some someone says that they're, sorry, whenever someone says that they're the world's greatest, it kind of like means nothing to me. It's yeah. like when someone's like, "These are the world's best pancakes." Who vote? Who did? Yeah. When did we all come Show together? Show me the world committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every pizza shop on the corner of every street in New York City is the world's greatest pizza. Yeah, it means nothing. Yeah. Like if you if you advertise your pizza as like okay pizza hey it's gonna be good this'll do pizza yeah i'd rather go there than world's best pizza <laughs> average joe's average pizza hot dog <laughs> shack because if you suck i've expected that but if you're great i'm like holy shit set the standards low yes because if you have world's greatest insert food here yeah i go in and i say this is the most mid shawarma i've ever had <laughs> yes. in my life i'm leaving a three-star review i always you set yourself up for failure <laughs> yes you like rip your bib off <laughs> you you don't pay and you throw your pizza against the window it slides <laughs> down really you slow. walk out while flipping yeah. the bird yeah yeah i mean that's so i don't know how he got world's greatest lover also but- i would like to see the success rate mm-hmm. on these shows yeah, like how many of th- I mean, uh, during the show, a lot of these guys did end up making out with girls. I don't know mm. if they established that. That's the thing. Do you at one point want to establish a connection? I don't think that's part of the equation. So you just want to make out or fuck as many women as possible. Yes. The thing is, if you find one that you like making out with and fucking, you should probably get to know them. Eh. 
<laughs> so there's no follow-up advice. Yeah. But yeah, so on- <laughs> They just leave you out in the, in <laughs> yes. the dark after that. Um, on March 22nd, 2010, the Gawker Media Women's Interest blog Jezebel published an article about pickup artists claiming that many in the seduction community promote misogyny. Yeah, no, duh. Dui. Jezebel. Meaning. Doesn't that mean like slut in the Bible? Yeah. The Phoenician wife of Ahab, who according to the account in First and Second Kings, pressed the... An impudent, shameless, or morally unrestrained woman. Cute. Imagine, like, so, I, so basically, like, a whore. Imagine you're such a slut that, like, people, you know. They now... refer to you in biblical terms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That really sucks. You, I feel like she wasn't even a slut. Maybe some guy looked at her funny and her husband's like, whore, Jezebel, Jezebel, whore, <laughs> slut, temptress. You know, people in the Bible aren't too rational. Yeah. So. But yeah, so on April 12th, the Simple Pickup YouTube channel was created featuring interviews, yeah. pranks, and instructional videos for approaching and seducing women. The first upload video was titled Internet Trolls Pickup Girls, in which women are approaching approached using internet meme references by the channel creators Kong, Jesse, and Jason. Three awful names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like um, the ghost of Christmas past, future, and present. <laughs> Kong, Jesse, and Jason. Dude, I'd be more scared if three guys named Kong, Jesse, and Jason showed up at my house in the middle of the night. Um, oh, Hunter, Jason, and... <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> please, 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 no, no. Dude, one time I found out that my doctor's first name was Tyler, and I had to switch. Oh. A, a male doctor named Tyler is taking care of me. I'm going to lose an organ. All right, so within three years, the video garnered more than 2.26 million views and 7,000 comments. As of June 2013, the channel had received over 936,000 subscribers, and their most popular video had gained upwards of 3.6 million views. Have you ever watched any of those videos? Not this specifically, but the, like... Pickup uh, artists? Pickup artists or just those men that are on the street with microphones, like, yeah, dollar or kiss. Kiss or slap. Kiss yeah, or yeah, slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I feel like those are, like, a little bit older. Now with, like, TikTok, it seems like they're showing up again. Yes. Where, like, guys will interview girls and be like, would you date me if I was skinny? And then the girl would be like, I mean, yeah, I date you now. And then everyone has this profound reaction, like, oh, women don't judge men the same way that men judge women. Yeah. It's like, no shit, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The humanist side of TikTok coming yeah, yeah. out. Humani- uh, uh, humanist. Um. Hey. We got it. My brain just shut down. I don't know what I was going to say. Or it's like, well, guys will walk up to a girl and be like, how many bodies do you have? And she'll be like, I don't know, maybe like 12. And he's like, fatherless activities. Like, what are you gaining by that? Oh, my God. That just made me so mad. If you believe that logic, that is men fucking up. You are. Bla- no, literally. Why are no, you putting she has bl- no dad. That's a that's a man's problem. Why don't you. Hey, man, why don't you take control of that? Yeah. Why don't you adopt her? Yeah. She needs a dad. Put the mic down. Go to the courthouse. Get the papers. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe foster for a bit. You got to get sober, though, first. Right. Found that out, actually. we support you. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then, so yeah, make her unfatherless. That really is blaming women for the... the, um, Shortcomings of men. Shortcomings of men, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That's just pissing me off. When we do... uh, We're going to do an episode... Probably with Drew. Uh-huh. Maybe. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe in the future. Um, mm-hmm. About misogyny online, which yeah. is going to be a, a lot more of this. Um, it leaves me feeling so angry. Yeah. Because it's like what I used to, and I don't know if you did this when you were straight, playing into the hands of men. Yeah. To feel whole. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I've outgrown that and I see the world for what it is and, and 
being a woman as what it is. It just makes me not hopeless, but it makes me so angry. I'm still in the point of like unadulterated rage Mm -hmm. that my younger self, like my inner child had to go through that. Yeah. And that those standards are still like floating around in my brain. It just makes me so angry. And I know that it's funny to make fun of it and, you know, to react to incels and how just fucking stupid they are. Uh But at the core of it, it really makes me sad and angry that this problem is still something that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And we can shield it out as much as we can. Obviously, you you don't ever have to really interact with straight men. Dude, no. And I choose not to. Mm -hmm. But it still is like, it just makes me so overwhelmed. Yeah, I think I definitely, like, leaned into being conventionally attractive when I was younger. Mm. But that's only because I'm stupid and I was closeted. (laughs) But it's not stupid. No, but also, like, I have... Like brain problems and like, so like I I use like appearing straight and like to like mask sort of right. like I wanted to be accepted by people because I felt like I mean obviously parents didn't love me at home and so I wanted someone out in the world to quote unquote love me so like this is what who people love and I can't be gay so I'm just gonna look like what everyone loves mm-hmm. and then growing up and being gay like no I don't really give a I I give a shit about what I look like because I'm very passionate about makeup yeah but I I don't really care if I you know what I mean? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Well, decentering validation. Yeah. I don't really care what men think of me. Oh, how freeing. I Whenever, like, um, men, like, comment on my... They rarely do, but they're like, if you were straight, I'd date you. And because that's... They think that if... I mean, that... If I was straight, I wouldn't date you. Right. So, like, but they still think it's, like, their decision to make. Right. Or, like, right. that influences me or I should think something. It's like, you'll never find a man who loves you. I've, look, I've gotten that comment, and I'm like, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Someone's optimistic. Oh, um, it's just wild. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's, yeah. Yes. This is a, a interesting thing to, like, talk about and make fun of, but I, I, it just makes me sad. It does make me sad because just so many young women think that they have to, like, debase themselves or look a certain way to be yeah. loved. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the concept. (laughs) The concept of a pickup artist. Concept of a pickup artist. Uh, Many pickup artists work on their game by improving their understanding of psychology. They would rather do this, dedicate time to studying psychology than studying and understanding women. Dude, imagine like you sign up for like an undergrad psychology class because you just refuse to listen to women. (laughs) Women like literally are like, treat me like a human being. Like, let me, like, take interest in my interest. Please don't hurt me. Talk to me. Like, it's like, and the women are telling you exactly what they want, and they're like, there's something beneath this. (laughs) Uh, Ask me a question. (laughs) Let's unpack that. Yeah. Yes. Um, Anyway, by improving their understanding of psychology, their confidence and self-esteem are termed inner game, and their social skills and physical appearance are the outer game. Many members of the community believe that one's game is refined through regular practice with the idea that the abilities needed to interact in this way with women can be improved. Yeah, it's called having social skills. I wonder if there's like a pickup artist, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, <laughs> you become like self-actualized. Yes. Like, oh, psychology. And then it's at the phys- very top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pickup artists have a set of acronyms and jargon for describing male-female dynamics and social interaction. Also, I know that this is kind of goes without saying, but... Referring to women as females. Yeah. I know that topically that doesn't really... It's like, oh, what's the problem with that? There's males and females. Mm -hmm. It just 
there's a connotation to the word. Yeah, personally, I don't like the inflection people put on it. Exactly. Females. Y'all females. So why'd you say that? But I also don't like how it reduces people to their genitals. Right, yes. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Because being a woman is so much more than being female. And my pussy's not small. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Reduced to, okay, whatever. All right, so. um, <laughs> you, think, you think I have a small puss? Skinny puss. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Yeah, sorry. Um, for example, average frustrated chump, <laughs> AFC, is a term coined by Ross Jeffries to describe males who are typically clueless and incompetent with women. I would just call them losers. Chumps. I would just call them. Why would you make it so long? Chumps? Chump is a great word. Mm-hmm. They're a chump. They are typically clueless and incompetent with women. Yeah. Average frustrated. You described them a little bit too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gave them a little too many descriptors. I don't think they deserve that much. Yeah. Like, what if you called them boring, ugly chump? Like, you didn't need to describe it that. Just call it chump. Yeah. Buck. <laughs> yes. Boring, buck. Bucks. Young buck. <laughs> yeah, young buck. Boring, ugly chump. <laughs> Do you want to talk about uh, Roger Jeff- Ross Jeffrey's theory? All right. So let's go into the theory of Please. being a pickup artist. <laughs> I'm dying to know more. <laughs> The original Jeffrey's version of Pickup is based on a neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, a theory that claims existence of a connection between neurological processes, language, and behavioral patterns learned through experience. This version of Pickup supposes that one can model a person to obtain their skills. So um, you basically teach, yeah, people to be pickup artists is, I think, what they're saying. I mean, that's not wrong. Or what? The ethical question is, should you? Picture it like um, Plankton's army in the Spongebob movie mm-hmm. where he puts the chum bucket hats on everyone and they just follow what he says. It's like the trolley problem. Put a bunch of four pickup artists on one track and then one normal woman on the other. You have the power to choose. Do you choose the woman or the four pickup artists? Mm. Everyone's ethical dilemma. Yes. Um, so Jeffrey proposes to intim- uh, intimate seduction experts to obtain their skills. Jeffrey proposes to imitate seduction experts to obtain their skills and attract women's attention, and finds his claims and finds his claims on NLP. More modern pickup gurus gave up his strongest claim while still using basic elements of NLP. MLP ponies. My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Uh, The pickup community has a special terminology which allows to distinguish the initiated. Pickup terms are borrowed from everyday English vocabulary or from special areas like business terminology. (laughs) Not fucking... (laughs) Let's steal some business terminology. This is called microeconomics. This is called ROI. Where you pay for dinner because you have a tiny (laughs) peen. Pay for dinner. Expect her to put out. It's science. It's business. Pick up on it. Thus are quite transparent for novices. Uh, Pickup terminology is mostly based on the following kinds of terminology. Military terminology. Let's go. Jesus Christ. It's like Operation that. Desert Storm. It's uh, <laughs> Operation. <laughs> so we get laid for the first time in 20 years. <laughs> it's where you both go to dinner in fatigues. <laughs> uh, for example, a woman, uh, a woman one seduces is called a target. Okay. Mm-hmm. Women love Target. Um, sports terminology, for example, a process of seduction is called game. The, okay. Uh, manly activities. Military. Sports. <laughs> business. Wolf of Wall Street. Gay sex. Uh, the Packers. Uh, uh, football. Uh, mm-hmm. Basketball. Uh, beer. Uh, Spelunking. Spelunking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Philosophy. Philosophy. Uh, manscaping. Wood. Uh, Roman bath. The sky. 
All right. So uh, for exa- business terminology, for example, there are seduction strategies of raising one's own value and lowering her value. What I say, ROI, buy low, sell high. Do they think that like, this is a zero-sum game? Yes. <laughs> so, so to like gain, she must lose? Yes. You guys can't mutually benefit? You uh, absorb her soul. And her, consequently. And you absorb her. Every time you have sex with a woman, little coins pop out, and you have to get them, and you move on to the <laughs> yes. next woman. And then you get you tokens, and like, yeah. you can pay for like a stuffed animal. Exactly. All right, sorry. Um, the borrowing of the terminology corresponds to the process called framing, which means recontextualization of a situation within the perspective of another situation, like sports training. In the process of framing, the terms uh, from several different domains are used. It can be considered as a metaphorical translation from one situation to another. The framing is also used to reduce tension of the need to succeed because in the training there is no problem in failure. I don't know what any of that means. I'm trying to think of like... Um, I didn't understand a word of that. Framing words. Like, reframe... It says... <laughs> reframe... That To me, that sounds like... Like, reframing, recontextualization sounds like just that. Like, you are the hunter and she is a deer. Mm-hmm. Like, what's something? Like, um, instead of, like, abortion, it's like family planning or something mm-hmm. like that. So, like, because abortion has such a negative connotation yes. that you want to change it so it reframes how people think about it. Euphemistically reframing a situation. Yeah. Blech. Grow up. And so there are some practices of pickup artists, and I'd like you to talk about them. So one's called negging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a famous and controversial technique. It's been described as the practice of giving a woman a backhanded compliment, such as, nice nails, are they real? Mm-hmm. To weaken her confidence and therefore render her more vu- vulnerable to seduction. Mm-hmm. Or that depriving a woman of obsequious validation and attention will influence her to seek it from the man who negs her. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that you're not self-conscious about your stretch marks. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I'm confident, but I'm also, you noticed. Wow. Right. So, yeah, it's just, I've had men do this, like, when I Me was too. straight. Like, where they insult you and they think it, like, a guy at one time, like, he was super nice, but he was like, when I first met you, I thought you were a bitch, but you're actually pretty cool. And I was like, why would you ever say that out loud? Yeah. I've you gotten know? your bigger, or you're pretty for a bigger girl. No. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. You could have just said I was pretty. Or, like, you're funny for a woman. It, oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. That's pretty, pretty standard. I'm that to- is, it's so uh, manipulative. Uh-huh. And, it's, and it worked on me when I was younger and vulnerable and insecure. Yeah. Like, it's so smart. This is smart. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start doing this to men. Wait, I'm going to look up popular. Yeah, I love that your receding hairline doesn't bother you. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, I'm going to do pop, uh, popular negging phrases. Let's look this up. 35 examples and what right. to recognize. All right. Well, don't you look fabulous. I would have never have the courage to wear my hair like that. <laughs> um, I'm so proud of you for quitting smoking. Too bad you already have those little lines on your face. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. Yes. Um, uh, congratulations for winning the ice dancing competition. Maybe someday you'll give a real sport a try. Dude. Oh, the, uh. separately, people who don't think that gymnastics or, like, cheerleading is a sport, that is the most intense, like, dangerous Physical sport ever. Di- yes. Uh-huh. It, um, they often, like, compare you to other people. So, uh, great improvement on your report card. Maybe next semester you'll do as well as your brother. Oh, that's awful. I'm going to look up negging for men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start negging men. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I know you put a lot into writing that song, but it grates on my nerves. That's really, that's kind of sad. 
I don't think there's a lot of negging for men. There's not, but I want to see. Well, I mean, what's something that men should feel ashamed of? Their bodies. You have a big dick for a short guy. (laughs) 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 Oh, you remind me of my little brother. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know someone missing so many teeth went to Harvard. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 These are like... Yeah, it's just not, it's not as easy to neg men because they will still, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, they won't take it as an insult. Yeah. Actually, I feel like they will. Well, if you said you got a big dick for a short guy, they'd yeah. be like, you think my dick's big? <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. You got a white ass for a short guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All right. to, yeah, Strauss refers to negs as disqualifiers in his book Rules of the Game, emphasizing that the primary purpose of using a neg is to not put a woman down, but for a man to disqualify himself as a potential suitor, thereby allowing for interaction to start on less loaded terms. So it's disarming because uh, why would a man who likes you insult you, right. but also compliment you? Right. So it's a completely instead of you know one positive and negative how about just start off with a neutral statement Mm -hmm. you know like what are you drinking that's it you don't have to like all it takes you don't need to like raise her up and then knock her down you just start off neutral or just how about a compliment Mm -hmm. i like your shoes (laughs) oh your hair looks pretty do they come in men's sizes can i try them (laughs) on can i rifle through your bag (laughs) where'd you get that bag are your shoulders that big or is it the blazer? If so, where do you shop? Express? <laughs> TJ Maxx? I'm looking to widen my shoulders. <laughs> I like the masculine look you're exuding. <laughs> I would like to replicate it for myself. I would love if my upper lip hair was that thick. It's <laughs> 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 <God>. still nagging. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, just start off neutral. Like, hey, what do you do for a job? So you can talk to her. That really is all it takes. I mean, like... This whole idea of having to disarm a woman and and knock her down so you're the only one that can knock her back up. Dude, you're faking out a woman. Juking her out the bar. (laughs) Got you, bitch. Anyway, you want to talk to me? I think that is insane. When you could really just be like, nice night. (laughs) Running out there, but your hair is still straight and like looks good. Yeah, so what do you do for a job? Yeah. So Did you come with an umbrella? Because I checked a coat. It's you ever like, been spelunking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, yeah, uh, it, they're disqualifiers because apparently women are like will think, well, no man would insult me and then be nice at the same time. He's going to be a friend. Right. You know, he's harmless because women have always loved being insulted. Exactly. You know? Famously. Yeah, yeah, Historically. Yeah. It's like something that we really crave. Yeah. Um, and I say we as someone who socialized as a female. So back off. Okay. <laughs> Connor Friedersdorf um, (laughs) lambasted the use of negging by pickup artists, but admitted that, based on his observations, negging did appear to be effective at at generating attraction from some women. Okay, so here's the thing. If if the person is attracted to you, then playful banter Mm -hmm. could be good. Now, if your appearance may be a little bit sloppy or lackluster, and then you go in with an insult, you're already on... Like, you're down. Yeah, you're, you're down you're, and out. You're already down, yeah. you know? 
Do you know what my like dream scenario is? Have you seen the movie um, That yeah. Awkward Moment with Zac Efron and Miles Teller? Is that where he goes back to high school? No. Is that That's where? That's 30. 17 again. 17 again. 30 again. 13 going on 17 again. <laughs> 30 again. <laughs> 30 again. 30 for the first time. <laughs> Just farted. 13 going on 30, going on 17 going again. Going on 17. Yeah. Featuring Zac Efron and Mark Ruffalo. Vanessa Hudgens. Um. <laughs> Wait, so what's the movie about? It's about, um, it's one of those movies with like three concurrent storylines. Uh-huh. And Miles Teller is one of them. And, well, you know, I just, I'm going to get all flustered talking about Miles Teller because I love him so much. This movie he is like that witty, fast talking, just like banter yeah. friend. And he has this kind of flirty relationship with his uh, friend that's a girl. Mm-hmm. And they just have the, be- like, the dialogue is so fucking good. And I imagine that he improved a lot of it because that's just kind of like yeah. him. And it's one of those where it's like, God, that's my dream interaction. To have witty banter with a man. To have witty banter with a man and like see, have him see you as his equal mm-hmm. and not just like, oh, yeah, that's just Britney. Um, in the end, they end up getting together. Yeah. That's my dream scenario. And it, something happens where, like, he finally sees her as a woman. So it's sad. So he starts, so the man that you would want to talk to sees you as, like, a tree. Well, not not ideally. Yeah. But just, like, in that movie, something, he has, like, a life-threatening, that he gets, like, hit by a car or something. <laughs> and then after that, he's like, I need to tell her that I love her. Yeah. And then they, like, date. But anyway, I think that that is... That's a whole other side of this other than like pickup artists is like when a man sees you as smart and funny and they can banter with you. Yeah. Um, why are you automatically friend zoned? Uh-huh. Or is that just my lived experience? <laughs> I mean, it's well, it's like a lot of men are like very self-conscious, I guess. Like Maybe that's that they don't want you to be funnier than them. I mean, it's the same as if you make more money than them. Sure, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of great guys who are like, you know what? My wife's the breadwinner. But a lot of times it's just like infringes on their masculinity because men are supposed to be smart and funny. And Who cares? So when someone who's social, like, is supposed to be less than you, I know, I know. Yeah. You know these things. My favorite trope, you didn't ask. What's your favorite trope? Is enemies to lovers. Oh, I love enemies to lovers. And I love that because I like the idea that someone sees. Because you don't like when people like you. <laughs> <laughs> when someone hates you and sees all the negative sides of you. But they start to love you. Oh. You know, like where they know everything wrong, they actively hate you. And then they're just like, after getting to know you more or like learning your quirks, is when they start to like develop feelings. Yeah. That's what I'm really hoping for in all of my relationships. Yeah. Where they love me eventually. Because they hate you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they even talk to me, dude? Because you're a likable person. I know. It just makes me sad. I'm going to send you some fan fictions. I got some great enemies to lovers fan fiction. Are they gay? I can find you some gay ones. I don't want to read anything about a man falling in love with a woman. Okay, I won't, I, I won't <laughs> even think about it. Wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> you have to clear your archive. You start from scratch. I'm backspacing my text. I was about you to like crack you. your knuckles and you get to work and like you're furiously typing. You know the majority of fan fictions on AO3 are like gay. Well, yeah, because, you know, there's a, that's what gay kids do. They go online and they write stuff. Hey, and they write it pretty fucking good. <laughs> yes. That's the idea behind Tumblr. All right, so there's another term called pawning. It's tr- uh, so they take things from pawn stars as well. It's not just sports and business. Best I can give you is uh, twelve <laughs> men ran through. Yeah. <laughs> you come in with a watch. I can give you one kiss for that. I can give you maybe some sloppy toppy mm-hmm. and behind the bar. <laughs> is trading or discarding an unwanted woman as proof of the Holy shit. of the pickup artist's own social value and going caveman is escalating physical <gasps> contact 
while reducing verbal contact. Pawnee is trading or discarding an unwanted woman as proof of the PUA's own social value. So he's moved beyond this woman. He's yeah. now above her. He's right. conquered her. Right. And that he's pawning her off. <sighs> and go, so he does see her as an uh, object. Exactly. With monetary value. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, or social uh, value. Um, and then going caveman is escalating physical contact while reducing verbal contact. Okay. Me want fuck. <laughs> gorilla, like, war tactics <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> you meant gorilla. No, gorilla. No. <laughs> like gorilla fighting, like you pop up behind the bar. <laughs> no, that's just a man being a creep. No, I mean, like, I, this is really, this is sad. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're if you're not a good socializer, maybe actually don't get physical. Never get physical. Uh, <laughs> I think it just means, like, going in for the kiss when it's so unwanted. Yeah. Dude, I've literally had men do that before where <sighs> I, like, have actively pushing them away. <sighs> and then they keep getting closer thinking I'm joking. And what I'm like, the fuck? I'm like this, this is weird. And then the fact that they, like, don't, they can't register no, you know? Or, like, they can, That's but it so doesn't, scary. it has no value. Right. Yeah. Th that doesn't fit in with their narrative of how this was going to go down? Yeah. So they just, like, act like you didn't say no? <laughs> yes. Ugh. Um, so then one constellation, oh, interesting, of pickup artist techniques called last-minute resistance. Oh, this is going to be rapey. Is designed to convince a woman to have sex after she has indicated that she doesn't want to. <coughs> this includes tactics from those which are mutually beneficial, such as being okay with the woman being on her period. Wait, that's cut. That's, um... Like, like you're giving... I've been in this situation where you're actively giving reasons because you don't want to outright say, no, dude, I don't want to fuck you. Dude. Like, so you're trying to give, you know, I'm on my period. Oh, you know, I need to, I have this tomorrow. I have whatever. None of it matters because they've already set the intention in their mind that they're going to bed you. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. So it's just, it, and this is like basically very much rapey. Yeah. But yeah. Men, Stanley, Stanley commented, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> and like a lot of people are always like, why didn't a woman like just say no? It's like she they did. Yeah. And then she probably got like straight up killed for it. Literally. Like there was a, recently a girl who was working, who was 17, working at Walgreens and she was killed by a 28 year old coworker who she said was sexually harassing her. And she said no. And she asked her manager if she could switch si shifts. And so like she did. And then her boyfriend started working there too but like eventually one day they were working together and he ended up killing her in the break room and they only noticed when like they're like she's been on break too long but they heard oh screaming God. come from the break room so you can tell a man no you can like be like be upfront, but it still doesn't register if they don't value what you're saying right you can do everything in your power to resist and it still is not enough yeah that is <laughs> scary Mm -hmm. And it's a horrifying reality. It truly is. Um, I don't know why. Okay, yeah. But so there's approaching and opening up. So we're going to move on to, I was going to say the more lighthearted stuff, but it's still pickup artists. It's still so awful. It's still the boys. Um, so pickup artists generally assume the mindset that men should lead and initiate contacts and plans in general in order to be more attractive and that women will not generally uh, initiate contact, although they want men to, requiring men to begin an interaction by approaching them. But many ha have also cultivated a sensitivity to direct and indirect signals of possible sexual interest. I mean, uh, women do like direct men. You know, if a, if a man comes up to you at a bar and is like, hey, I think you're really cute. I'd like to buy you a drink. Right. That would be nice. So this is good in theory. Um, but if you are self-identifying as a pickup artist, yeah, uh, it's not. I don't know if that's gonna. 
I don't know. Pickup artists often practice approaching an opening repetitively. Some have done thousands of approaches. Strauss describes a pickup artist who did 125 approaches in one day. You need to, well, you need to work at a mall, you ask. Yeah, you need to like sell teeth whitening at if, the mall. If you want practice approaching women, how about you don't even do it in a sexual way? Just work retail. Please. Like, work, be a cashier. You'll be forced. It's like exposure therapy. Be a waiter. Yeah, just, hey, guys, can I take your order? And now you don't have to, they're not going to reject you. They're not going to be like, I would never give an order to someone like you. Right. They're just going to be like, yeah, can I get this? Just practice talking to women. Yeah, so you just practice that. You you put such high stakes on it by, like, making yourself hit on 125 women in one day. God. It's like at a certain point, there's a common denominator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not working because you're involved. Dude, okay, but the thing is, is like, I can't even imagine what is so wrong in your approach that 125 <laughs> women were like, no. I'm like, hey, I'm Jason, like your tits. I could be the most repulsive, disgusting, like, person ever, and I approached 20 women. One would be like, if they were gay, I'll hear you out. Right. You know, like maybe they're repulsive as well. Right. You were so weird and bad. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, repelled 125 yeah. women. You're 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 uh, punching up. Yes. When you really need to be punching <laughs> yourself into the floor. Yes. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> the mystery method, quote unquote, encourages approaching groups of strangers. <laughs> Starting indirect conversations and giving attention to all members of the group without initiating conversation with the target until attraction has been established. And that's saying that it will ever be established. Yeah, I mean, that's like how, um, I mean, guys have done that before. Like, they'll talk to literally everyone and then skip over you. And that's supposed to make you feel like out of the loop. So you'll like chime in and be like, hey, I, yeah, I also play soccer. I'm leaving the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the bathroom. (laughs) Go pinch one off in the bathroom. I would rather actually be sweating and shitting than talk to you. Sorry, guys. Some poop is rolling down my leg. (laughs) I've got to bitch you a do. Lady. (laughs) And I've got a a do. I'm bidding you a do-do. Yes. Target's walking away. (laughs) Calling SEAL Team 5. The guerrilla warfare tactics. (laughs) Um, so there is criticism, obviously, of this. Having a notorious reputation outside the community, the pickup artist movement has been described as sexist, misogynistic, and pseudoscientific. Amongst other things. This is where pickup artists can can join together with women in um, astrology is a pseudoscience. So you can, you know, common interests. You believe that the stars dictate your feelings. And pickup I, artist boyfriend and uh, astrology sexist, girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. I always wonder... <laughs> Where are those kids now? Where are the band kids? Band kids? Are they doctors and lawyers? I mean, uh, I don't know. I hope they're well. Ooh, I love playing this game. Uh, I don't. You haven't had sex with a lot of people, so it's going to be hard <laughs> to play with you. Okay, so if you were to think about every person that you've ever hooked up with that played an instrument, what type of band, if they all came together, what type of band would it be? Arrhythmic. <laughs> Wait, have you had sex with anyone who plays an instrument? Like guitar. Yeah, so they'd be like, you know... It would be a horrible Eagles tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> they do awful covers. Don Henley tribute band. Mine would be a lot like a EDM producer. Oh yeah, who does like um, saxophone breaks? No, see that sounds sick. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so cool. It's crazy how many people I have had sex with that make EDM music. You have a type. I do. People who've had sex with me can say that uh, there's a banjo player in their band. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so feminist BDSM. <laughs> Stanley put W <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Writer and activist Clarice Thorne, author of Confessions of a Pickup Artist Chaser, long interviews with hideous men. <laughs> Interviews with Hideous Men is the title. Being cited as an interviewee. It's like a coffee table book where you see like the photo of the person. Holy shit. Like, Yeesh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Criticizes the pickup artist community as frequently absurd and sexist, pushy and problematic, and encouraging adversarial gender roles. Yeah. However, she also argues that pickup artist tactics are worth understanding because they are not unique to the pickup artist community. Yeah. Just like creepy community yeah. you know what we haven't even like mentioned is this community online yeah they're online insufferable mm-hmm. there's like tutorials you can pay for like packages and yep. you know group meetups people make full careers off of being pickup artist mentors dude imagine like coaches. a patreon page where there's like different tiers of like i bet it exists tier one degrading women Tier yeah. two, getting in their pants. Yeah. Tier three, meeting up with us. Tier, th- tier three, <laughs> come meet your bros. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the PUA house. It's a TikTok house. You open the door, but there's already been like punched like a hole through it. <laughs> Welcome to my basement. Um, they so merch. Yes. Um, she says that they're worth understanding because, yeah, a lot of people use them, and but instead represents society-wide beliefs and patterns and strategies of human sexual behavior. Um, and that, yeah, so they're just too shy to like actually be alpha, yeah, and ruin a woman's self-esteem. Get it together. Um, so other dating coaches such as Sebastian Harris publicly speaking against the misogy- misogynistic tendencies of pickup artists, and then the UCLA Center for Study of Women argues that pickup artist culture is misogynistic and exists as a continuum of sexist behaviors and attitudes that includes rape and murder. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I mean, yeah, that's any sexism and wanting to degrade women, hatred, and then that manifests in like very violent ways. I do love to watch... Um those TikTok videos of women just destroying incels uh-huh. on TikTok of like, they'll be like, oh my God, have you seen, I forget, Cobra Tate or whatever his name is, where he's like, if I cheat on a woman, that's fine because I'm not emotionally invested with that woman. Uh-huh. If I cheat on my girlfriend, I can have sex with another girl because I'm not emotionally invested in that girl. I'm emotionally invested in my girlfriend, uh-huh. but she's not allowed to cheat because she's emotionally invested with me. And if she wasn't with anyone else, that is cheating. Yeah. Like him admitting that he sees the woman as lesser than yeah. and only being able to form an emotional attachment with him, mm-hmm. but he's allowed to, it's like a different set of rules. I, and people just stitching it and being just, speechless yeah uh, my favorites are like when a guy like when two like man and a woman are married and like for some reason they're not having sex anymore so they make it an open marriage but he suggests it right and then the woman immediately starts going on dates or like he hates it and he's like but i can't do that it's like no shit you doofus yeah i could women literally could walk up to any man and be like fuck me and like 50 percent of the time he's gonna say yeah yeah you're gonna walk up to 125 women you're so repulsive that they write an op-ed about you called Long Interviews with Hideous Men. <laughs> it all comes back to this. Oh my God, if someone wrote a, a book called Interviews with Hideous Women, they were, they were like, can we interview you for this piece I'm doing? Oh dude, what makes me so sad is like um, like uh, casting calls where like they're looking for an ugly oh. or like homely woman. Oh. Imagine like I you're like- the, I got the part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Launch your IMDb credits are just like ugly woman number two. Yeah. <laughs> they describe you as the ugliest person in a town of 2000. <laughs> I got speaking lines. 
Um, they cut them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed, supposed to be in the background and just be ugly. <laughs> that makes me so sad because it's like, you know, it's like, you know what you're about, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. That's, um, <laughs> it's, it's like something to be celebrated, but also so embarrassed by. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just hoping and praying for that next role. <laughs> just, just wipe that one off the record, please. You've been typecast as uh, hideous woman. Man. <laughs> That sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Well. That has been uh, Pickup Artists. This is another episode of I Hate Men. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm and i trying not to because that's not uh, productive either. I am. Don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> if I do or don't like them, I will still fuck regardless. And they won't. All right. And that is true. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. To another episode of Violating, Violating Community, Community Guidelines. Guidelines. Please be sure to like, subscribe on the YouTube and on our Spotify and the Apple Music Podcasts. And if you want to come on down to um, <laughs> one of our live shows, maybe we have some news in the future. Maybe, I, don't, I can't even use that accent. <laughs> maybe we have an announcement for next week that you guys should be on the lookout, especially yeah. if you live in the U.S. If you're in the continental United States. And you like us. Please. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout because we have something to tell you very soon. We love you guys. And that's it. Goodbye forever. Until next week. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.